0: So before we jumped into this season's bonus episode, just wanted to let you guys know this episode is extra, extra special because it comes with a video. That's right, you guys. Your girl was in a professional studio recording this time. I want to share with you guys so you can watch the full video as well on my WeedTube channel. That's WeedTube.com. My page is The Marijuana iona If you want to see the link directly, you can go to my Instagram at The Marijuana Ayana. The link is in the bio. Hopefully, you guys check it out whether you're listening or watching Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Rated M for Mature. We want more. We want more. Like, we really like it. We want more. everyone welcome back to wine weed and weave i'm your host ayana aka the marijuana ayana so i told y'all i told y'all i was stepping it up for season four and here we are we're in a whole studio with lights and cameras this is just a little practice run but hopefully you guys are gonna enjoy seeing the visual element of the podcast just as much as i enjoy just telling the stories we're gonna actually start telling those stories in person with actual guests it won't always just be me here and there'll be guests here and there'll be people having actual conversations we can't smoke weed in here unfortunately we can get high before or after though so it'll still be the regular good old wine weed and weave so for those that don't know for those that are new here I created this show to highlight the work voices and experiences of black and brown women in cannabis sometimes we have men but usually it's women and it's been so dope so far this season being able to put you guys onto so many dope women of color in cannabis there's lots and lots more that I haven't even like even got to talk to because you know the network is getting bigger there's more of us and I'm constantly being connected to new black women in cannabis and it's just really cool to see us in all sorts of parts of the industry so hopefully I'll get to kind of diversify my network and be able to bring new types of guests to you guys from every sort of sector from compliance to farming to all sorts of stuff we haven't talked about i know we talk about a lot of cbd stuff this season and last season but next season we're going to move away from that and get more into the compliance the education the regulation especially as federal legalization is possibly happening and maybe not happening to be honest but just the possibility of it happening needs to open these conversations of what does that look like? Like the question I keep kind of asking myself is what is legal cannabis look like if it became federally legal? What would that look like for us? Like, would we be more involved? Would we be less involved? Would we be able to put more money into it or would we be able to kind of invest into each other? So we're going to have more of those conversations for for sure uh, via this platform, as well as the audio only platform. No new announcements, as always, you know, if you or someone you know is a Black or Brown-owned CBD or cannabis brand or a product brand or a wine brand, Um, please reach out to me on Instagram at the Marijuana Ayana, and I will make sure to give you information on how to become a podcast sponsor because I really love working with Black, Brown-owned, women-owned, minority-owned, queer-owned brands and cannabis and just putting more people onto you guys. So yeah um so this episode is gonna be a little bit of a like Q&A frequently asked questions I just posted on Instagram for you guys to ask me some questions waiting for some responses but I am going to answer some questions that I get quite often I'm always DM questions some weird questions like can you sell me some weed no I cannot do that that's not what I do I cannot ship you weed but I can't answer questions about cannabis marketing and what I do in the industry For those that don't know i am on the cannabis marketing side of things so i do cannabis marketing branding content creation i've been in the industry for about five years now and i started in the journalism industry actually and somehow ended up in cannabis and used those same skills of storytelling creating a brand kind of using visual and audio and putting those things together and just applying it to cannabis and that's what I do now. I tend to work with black women all the time. I'm trying to, you know, work with black-owned brands. My clients right now are all black women-owned brands and I'm really excited to be able to do that and have the control of kind of who I work with and who we support. So if you or someone you know needs cannabis marketing help, you can reach me as well on Instagram at the marijuana Ayana. This month might be a little busy. It is April. It is almost 420. I've been exhausted, if you guys can't tell. But uh, next month, the books will be open again. So you guys can definitely reach out to me if you have questions about cannabis marketing as well. Just DM me. I will always answer your questions. But for now, these questions we're going to get into are questions that I'm asked the most often. And I'll get into as many as them as I can. Let's see if we have any questions via Instagram yet. No, not yet, but we'll come back to this and see. So a question I get often um, I people will tell me that they live in an illegal state and that they can't um, do what they want to do in the state that they they live in or that they can't like figure out how to navigate between being a cannabis entrepreneur and living in a state that doesn't seem to be changing their laws anytime soon. Luckily, there are a lot of states that are changing their laws. So I feel like because this federal legalization bill is coming into place, more states are gonna start paying attention to what that looks like. But if you live in an illegal state, it's totally fine. You still can run a cannabis business. You can run a CBD business. I did it for about a year or two, yeah, about two years. I ran a CBD skincare business in Texas where I'm from And I was able to do that all while being safe and compliant. And once I decided I wanted to grow, I moved to California and that's how I was able to continue growing, then went to Washington. So you don't necessarily have to move unless you feel like you need that growth, but you absolutely can start a cannabis or CBD business in the legal state as long as you're being compliant. And if you're like, no, I don't want to do that compliantly, you know, maybe there's that's when you start looking into where can I move to do this a little bit easier without maybe getting in so much trouble because at the end of the day you know even though cannabis regular regu- regulation you're talking too fast um is happening it's still very expensive so I totally understand that it's hard to get into the industry if you don't have the money if you don't have the budget it can be very difficult and challenging and you still want to get involved but there are ways to do it your own way You don't have to necessarily start with exactly what you want to start with like if your goal is hey i want to have a cannabis farm but i don't have any land i have no way to do that you don't have to start with a cannabis farm you can start by maybe being a cannabis uh, grow educator if you're really good at growing weed you can start teaching those skills making that money and then investing into the thing that you want later so there's all sorts of routes you can go to to get into the cannabis industry even if you're not in a legal state so next question oh a question I get all the time how did I get into the cannabis industry as I kind of mentioned earlier I started as a journalism major I actually went to school for journalism and that senior year when you're asked to write you know for the full year about one subject I think I was kind of just sick of writing about sad stuff and just terrible news all the time And I ended up writing about weed because around the time that I was in school, I was uh, watching Colorado potentially go legal. It ended up being the first state that became legal. And being someone in Texas, I was really fascinated by this and what this looked like. And it wasn't sad news for the first time. So I ended up kind of creating my own first work samples on accident. And after college, I moved to California just to find a job and see what I can do ended up working for a cannabis company and used those samples and those writing things and articles that I did in college and presented them to the company and they just gave me a chance and since then I've been doing cannabis content creation of all ty- types writing visual video audio for brands and companies dispensaries I've worked for quite a few dispensaries and dispensaries are the most challenging with the most fun for sure and I really really got my foot in the door through dispensaries and learned a lot of stuff as a bud tender if you are someone as well who like lives in a legal state and doesn't really know where to start in the industry but you do want to start somewhere bud tending is a really great place to start you actually get to meet with so many brands because brands will come to the store they'll do vending events and you can talk directly to the representatives so if you end up wanting to kind of elevate and learn more about a brand you can do it directly through the company or you can end up create relationships with those brands because they see you often and then if you need another job in the future you know you kind of already know people there and then just having all that product on the floor you just end up learning so much so but tending and working at dispensaries was really my way into the legal legal industry and now I'm a full-time cannabis entrepreneur, content creator. So I fully just do cannabis content creation and cannabis marketing and have been able to do this for the past two years all on my own. And it's been really busy but really exciting. So that's how I got into the industry. Um, another question I get all the time because I do cannabis marketing. And as we know, uh cannabis stuff on Instagram. Uh, facebook google is a no-go they do not like it they hate us the censorship is insane and somehow some way i've been able to kind of uh, create strategies and help brands and not get their content and their pages deleted now i won't lie i have had some pages get deleted not on my fault because it happens sometimes but i always knew that there's a backup plan we had backup pages so i'm someone who i made my page so strategic and so private and so like you must be part of the community in order to see my content that I have never been disabled or flagged on my own cannabis page. Uh, most of my clients have dis- haven't have been disabled or flagged. We do get shadow banned sometimes, but that's kind of just like a habit, kind of just what comes with, you know, having cannabis content on your page. But my few tips for not getting disabled or flagged on Instagram is watch your hashtags. You have to watch what hashtag you're using. You can't just put cannabis weed fam 420 you can't put you know weed first you can't put that Instagram will shadow ban your content they'll make you you know pretty much invisible to the internet and they'll most likely remove you at some point you don't want to advertise that you're selling anything even if you are say you're you know a cannabis accessories company and you are selling cannabis accessories you don't really want to blatantly say that because cannabis will will instagram will read it as cannabis is being sold it's actually a lot easier for uh instagram to flag cbd pages than like pages with actual drugs because they're just super duper paying attention to that cannabis is not being sold on the internet because it actually is happening all the time so you don't want to get caught up in that even if you aren't uh you want to make sure you're watching your hashtags your keywords your captions everything you're saying be very strategic about it also your images you don't want to post pictures of people smoking i know that's really hard but like try not to post pictures of people smoking consumption um you know you can get away with it sometimes if you're really creative but most of the time instagram will flag it delete it and will find your page a risk to the other users um also with reels you know watch the things that you're putting in your reels it's really censored really really censored you guys i am someone that like i post little cute memes of like dogs that look like they're buying weed and that won't get flagged on instagram you know but people see it and they see that i'm active on there um though i have consumption videos on my page they're in partnership with brands so it's a brand partnership and it can show that on the page so just watch what you're posting for sure if you see something on your page that you're not sure if it's you know gonna get flagged or not just don't even take the risk just delete it don't mention for sale don't put prices for things You know kind of direct the customer and your audience to those links in your bio to your highlights to your stories direct them anywhere else uh, other than just your instagram because instagram is watching everything so it's very easy to get disabled or flagged especially if you work in cannabis if you know you know you know so i'm gonna get into a couple more questions we're gonna check again and see instagram has said anything so you guys don't forget on instagram i'm the marijuana ayana and i am someone that does have a backup page another good tip if you want to just kind of cover all your bases and you want to uh you know just have some sort of backup plan if your page does get disabled have a backup page just already have one created just put a couple posts on there tell people you have one so they can follow it and then they can find you my backup page is mjiyana underscore so if anything does happen to happen to my page you can find me there as well so another question I get is how do you get involved in cannabis marketing um I kind of just fell into it as I mentioned but there's so many cannabis marketing jobs on them like there's so many I can't even I can't do them all by myself so just look in your area for an illegal state just start looking up cannabis social media jobs cannabis Instagram jobs dispensaries are always looking for extra help when it comes to social media uh brands becoming a brand ambassador also involves you kind of working on the social media side there are a lot of cannabis marketing jobs if you don't live in a legal state and you want to kind of get into the cannabis marketing make your own Instagram page you know start kind of branding yourself as a cannabis content creator start creating that cannabis content if you don't know how you have to try you have to practice somewhere So go on instagram and go try it you can also just go on pinterest if you're like i don't really want to publicly put stuff on my page but you want to practice you can make your own practice feed on pinterest you can make your own practice post in canva there are lots of ways to just kind of get a feel for like how you like to design things how you like to make content how you like to kind of work your style and create a workflow and then you can see, okay, maybe I like cannabis marketing, maybe I like cannabis branding, maybe I like doing all of it. I personally just juggle so many things that I have found myself in the position of making all sorts of content, but you don't necessarily have to do that. You can stick to just one. You can be a cannabis rapper if you wanted to, it doesn't even matter. Um, okay, what's our next question? Hopefully you guys are liking this video setup so far. Oh, so a question that even my own mom has asked me, my own mother has asked me this, do you need to have an education or a certification to get involved in the industry? This is a no, you do not need to, it's not required, but it's helpful if you want just to have that extra tool under your belt, you wanna be more appealing to jobs, if you wanna just have the education, getting you know online, just finding a couple online courses about cannabis or CBD or business or compliance, or just looking up articles you don't even have to pay for anything just educating yourself is great so when you walk into these jobs or you're starting to build your own thing you're not walking in clueless like I honestly kind of walked into the industry clueless because when I started it was so new and all of us were learning at the same rate but now there's so so much information so you can get it so I definitely recommend you know the information is out there it's free it's available some of it's not free but it's still very valuable so you can go get it there's lots of free online courses there's lots of kind of like under a hundred dollar cannabis courses you can take I myself have a, a certification in cannabis terpenes I think that was like 25 bucks just because I once learned about terpenes uh the cannabis cutie has a cannabis 101 course on her website that just gives you a full breakdown of cannabis education and how it works as a plant and not just like consuming it in the business of it uh you can also go to lots of websites they offer free white papers free ebooks free resources if you just sign up with their email i just downloaded like a 30 page uh completely free cbd cannabis marketing ebook from a website because i signed up for their for their their newsletter so there are lots of kind of tricks to get the information that you're looking for if you know how to look so get the information if you can you don't have to but I I'm not forcing you to but I recommend you do (laughs) um and then my last question a question I actually got recently um via DM I forgot her name but she did DM me this and she said she was kind of on her way to starting a podcast and didn't really know where to start People have asked me how did I start. Um, I've had clients that want to start podcasts and they want to know how to start. And I honestly just started. I don't have a way to explain that better. I, you know, was in this position where I didn't feel like I was able to have conversations with women that looked like me. They weren't having the same experiences as I was. So once I found a way to share those experiences and do it not just with people you know who lived in the same area as me but people who lived all over the nation I was like okay this this is something I got something here and just seeing your responses of course when we keep going because making a podcast is hard you guys it's definitely not just you know talking into a mic like it's actually like producing and putting time and work and energy into it and even on the days where you're really tired you still have to like make make episodes sometimes so keep that in mind if you are going to make a podcast it is kind of another job you have to you know dedicate time and resources and money and and sometimes nights I have had to sacrifice weekends because I was editing or trying to get you know something recorded but if you really are passionate about it you definitely can do it just execute it it doesn't have to be perfect I think my first episode I was uh using the the Apple headphones I was just using those corded headphones on my phone and I just recorded what it was on my mind and ended up doing you know four seasons later and now here we are in a whole studio wild right so just start somewhere and if you don't know where to start you know you can also go online find some resources and start outlining and just planning and just get out of your own head I'm someone that gets in my own head all the time this is why I smoke weed and if you just are like I can't get out of my own head I can't do it just start you don't have to even publish it just record something just practice This is my practice for being in front of the camera. I'm quite new to it. Haven't been in front of the camera since college days. So this is gonna be, you know, a new experience for me. But having new experiences doesn't mean that it's not gonna be good. So just try something and see how you like it. Cause as I keep saying on my intro, you never know who it's gonna resonate with. So yeah, thank you guys for joining this practice short sesh with me in this new beautiful studio. Shout out to the podcast place, check them out on Instagram. We're going to do more of these with another person next time. Though I do like a solo sesh, um, I do always like, you know, having guests on the show and having those conversations and giving you guys the information from someone that's, you know, not just me. I really do feel like someone should be sitting (laughs) right here. I did have a guest in mind for today, but she was busy. But shout out to her. She knows who she is and she's going to still have a chance to be on the show. So you guys know how to find me on Instagram at The Marijuana Ayana um keep a lookout you know for all the new content coming video audio uh, new partners all sorts of good stuff is coming you guys it's just beginning so thank you guys for listening and watching today stay healthy and stay hi. bye